1: Hello, welcome to Raise a Wand. I'm Jessica.
0: <laughs> Is that our name of our podcast now? Welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen.
1: Oh my God, I was thinking about raising my Raise a Wand. <laughs> I was like, I wait, was did she lit- really?
0: like? I thought you were doing like a funny little bit. I was ready for it. I was like, okay, it's an no, all Raise a Wand show.
1: You guys, you guys. First of all, I'm so, like, I'm so tired. Second of all, I was just looking at my razor wand to make sure I had it ready for our segment because I'm, usually you know, 30 ex-
0: minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, she's already thinking about it.
1: I'm scrambling. I usually just, the, the little BTS. I'm, like, always scrambling to find my razor wand, like, as, like, we're preparing, you know. It, every day is, like, catch as catch can. I don't know about you. I don't uh-huh. know about you. You're getting it done. But, yeah, just catch <laughs> just getting it done but um I'm really excited about my razor wand should we front load the razor wand or no no I mean no this is how we no. keep on listening all the way through <laughs> okay okay and, and now I really I've like hyped it up so much my that like, be good. like that was it that that was it oh my gosh you know what I need to hype up for you wait, oh, wait this is this is Jen Jen introduce yourself I did I hour. did oh, you and did? then I actually okay. told the name of our actual podcast which is fat mascara <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. Yes, we are a beauty podcast. We're pretty deep into it. Yeah, we've done we've done this a few years now. Oh, we have, and I've got yeah. some
0: excellent excellent news to
1: report to you, Jessica. Yes. Malin. Okay. What's
0: going on? I went to see Marcella Correa, uh, <gasps> yes, the medical pedicurist that we had on just maybe two weeks ago. I am happy to report. Jen don't have nail fungus. Remember, I was like the whole time, you're like, why do you keep asking questions about nail fungus? Because I was convinced that I had a toenail with a nail fungus. And this oh, is why you like go to a medical up. pedicurist or a podiatrist. She just started laughing. She was like, no. She's like, do you notice which toes you have it on? It's my second toe on both feet, which I just mm-hmm. thought like, oh, somehow I got fungus on those two toes and it didn't go anywhere else. Because mm-hmm. my second toe is a little bit longer and it's been banging into the front of the shoe and it causes like a callus under the nail, kind of on the tip of the nail. Yeah. yeah so yeah. of course, Marcella fixed me right up. She cleans it all up. I got a little toe separator to make my feet lay Oh, she flat. gave me a toe separator too. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's a relief. I had toe fun- fungus when I was a lifeguard and it took like two years to get rid of back in like college. And so I didn't want that again. But anyway, I know you all for the last two weeks have been thinking, I wonder how Jen's feet are. Well, there you go. I have good news for you.
1: If you live in the area where you can go see Marcella, Medipede, NYC, if you if it's not too much of a journey, treat yourself on your birthday, on the holidays, make an appointment. You will learn so much about your feet. I'm telling you. I feel like I'm like you know doing like PR for her. She, I'm just spread, I'm spreading the gospel. She is so awesome.
0: Yeah. Or she see, so I awesome. mean, a medical pedicurist in your area. And like she said, remember, it, they, they need to have that special extra training to do medical pedicures. You're not getting your little toesies painted. It's not about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> better than that, guys. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm very happy about that. And I have lots of other news to report to you this week. So okay. we'll do that. And Let then just drop Jess, then you can raise your wand. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Time for the news. First up, octocurl. (gasps) That's right. This is not the octopus haircut, which I think I reported on a while ago. Remember when Mm -hmm. everybody was calling shags octopuses? Because it was like tight to the head with a little bit of the arms around the... No. Mm -hmm. Octocurl. Listen, beauty founders, I commend you for (laughs) for your... your creativity, I'm not going to say innovation on this one, but it, I just, it never ceases to amaze me, the inventions people come up with and sell. Octacurl is a heatless curler that's kind of taking over the interwebs. I don't know if you've seen this, Jess, have you seen this? I have not. Okay, it basically looks like a soft headband that encircles... I love that
1: you wouldn't deign it to give it the word... You you, you wouldn't call it an innovation. No, 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 no. You're no. like, I mean, it's not an, th- an innovation. <laughs> the name is innovative. It, it's a soft headband that encircles your
0: head sort of like a crown, and hanging off of it are about 15 pieces of padded fabric. So, you know, you put it on your head and you look like an octopus. And then what it does is is a heatless curler, so people are taking their damp hair, you put it on damp hair, wrap the hair around each of these fabric strings that are hanging. They Uh have little hair ties at the end that you can secure it. There are infinite ways you can wrap. You could wrap away from your head, towards your head, tightly, between the two things, blah, 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 blah. You secure your hair on the end and then you look like you have an octopus on your hair, but then your hair dries. You take the thing out and you have lovely
1: waves without damage of heat. Jen, this sounds highly innovative, Dare Does I it? say it might be an innovation?
0: Well, here's the thing. All throughout the pandemic, I was watching on TikTok and Instagram, people with like cut up t-shirts doing the same thing. And remember those like '80s? no, nah, they were more like 90s. They were like the
1: curler rods with the wire in it and soft sponge around it. Oh, oh, I think I was thinking about when um, my, I used to have when I was younger, they were like, like hot tubes They you could burn your freaking fingers you know, on these them. There were, uh, there's also cool ones that you just put in damp
0: hair. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's innovative that you can go to sleep with this because it's like a pillowy feeling. So it's not gonna, you know, hurt to lay down with it. And But like you could, if you were crafty, you could do this with a t-shirt. Like I was like, I could make that thing. It's only $26. It's not like it's a lot of money. But like people are geniuses who ever invented this thing because of course... Everybody and their mom and their cousin and, you know, whoever wants to make a little video of themselves in their phone wearing this thing on their head. It's like, remember when sheet masks came out and it was like, if we didn't have social media, nobody would have been doing all those fancy sheet masks, but they made for Mm -hmm. a cute little video, right? Yeah. Well, so Octocurl is everywhere. Like people are just showing off their heads with this thing on because you look like a goofball. It's kind of cute and fun.
1: Octocurl. I, I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it, but I'm so bad with stuff with hair. Yeah, there's there's a there's some <laughs> user error possibly involved yeah. with OctoCurl. Yeah.
0: I have seen some people get all excited, like, look at my hair, it's curled. I'm like, that looks like some bad crimping that I could have done in you know eighth grade. But like, it depends on how you wrap.
1: Now, to be fair, I, I haven't seen this, so I don't know if it's a fair analogy, but I remember, do you remember like in the nineties or not, I wasn't the nineties, but like the early two thousands, like the bump it came out that you put like a,
0: yeah, that was like a, a little foam thing to make your, when we did the poof, like the Fergie, Fergie was doing the poof ponytail.
1: I mean, I don't know if it was the early 2000s, but it was in the 2000s, you know, the yeah. bump it. And I remember my mom being like, oh, it's like a sock bun. We always put a sock in our buns when again, like the, yeah. in the 50s or 60s or something. And I was like, well, this is cooler, you know? No, this kind of reminds me of like what you're saying. People have been cutting up t-shirts and doing, you know, all kinds of crafty soft stuff. Soft curlers, is, you could see pictures of Marilyn Monroe
0: with like fabric tied right. in her hair for soft curlers. But exactly, do not, do not discount the power of copywriting. You come up with a cute name, the bump it, right? <laughs> the bump it, the bump it, the beach waver. Like, what like else? I don't want to hear about your tube sock. No, bump it. Yeah. Well, yeah. get an octo curl. So yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to partake, but I do kind of just love, you know, the community aspect of everybody showing off their, yeah. their octo curls. So that's Really that's, cool. That's big right now. Okay, this week in celebrity news, we are so saturated in the celebrity beauty market that celebrity lines are now doing collaborations with other celebrities. Oh my gosh. If that makes
1: sense. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Sadly, it does. It does make sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Kylie <laughs> Cosmetics
0: has a Kendall collaboration, which is just like, it just makes me laugh. Oh so, Kylie Cosmetics, as you know, is its own parent company now. And I'm sure she was like, Kendall doesn't have enough money. We need to give Kendall a collaboration. <laughs> so Kendall has a line. that came out. It's a lip Help a sister out. Yeah, it's a lip crayon, lip gloss, lip cheek highlighters, and an 18 pan palette in warm shades. I think the most interesting thing. I mean, I've seen these products before. Is the palette? This is generous saying this is innovative, but they're not calling it eyeshadows. They're calling them pressed powders. You know, a nod to the fact that you can wear them anywhere which I, I'm pretty sure most of us have already figured out about a pressed eyeshadow. You know, you could put that wherever you want.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And better news related to that though,
0: Chris Jenner. Wait, did you, wait, wait, what, I'm going to
1: back it up. I'm going to back it up. The eyeshadow thing. So if there's, it's a pressed powder that you can wear anywhere versus calling it an eyeshadow. Yeah, because they're the size of
0: an eyeshadow compact. It's an 18 pan palette. It looks like an eyeshadow palette, but they haven't named it as such. They've called it pressed powders.
1: I'm going to say one thing. I was at an event recently with a lot of editors who were, you know, somewhere in their twenties, somewhere in their thirties. And when they got to the eyeshadow segment of the, you know, makeup kind of portion, the lead, this is anecdotal. This is completely anecdotal. The editors were the least interested in the eyeshadows. So I wonder if that was um, just kind of, I don't know if it was instinctual oh. or if it was like a they're real not marketing limiting thing. the market they're selling
0: to because they call it eyeshadow. Everybody'd be like, I have enough eyeshadow. We're over. Right. Eyeshadow.
1: Where versus 10 years ago, it was all about eyeshadow palettes. That's very true. And now you can just have your
0: pressed powders and dust right. them wherever you like.
1: Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps just that's just, yeah, just something I'm wondering about. You know who might have had a hand at that?
0: Momager Chris, because she was at the party for the launch. And in other beauty news, she has a new hairdo. Chris Jenner okay. has a bob, and this is something. Considering she's been sporting a look, I'm going to call the look she's been sporting the Carrie Strug. She's been sporting the Carrie <laughs> Strug since the 1980s, and that is no diss on Carrie Strug. I love Carrie Strug.
1: <laughs> Should I say who Carrie Strug is? Do you think people know who Carrie Strug is? Um. D- d- I think you should do a little kind of summary who she is because we have listeners, we have a very wide demographic of listeners, which I'm very so proud of. Carrie Strug is my ex boyfriend's
0: cousin's ex girlfriend. Whoa, not no. the
1: ID that I was going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is actually I we're funny. Hit a Wheaties box. Carrie <laughs> Strug is a, a gymnast who yeah. won gold in on the vault with like, or she won gold for the American team with this famous vault where she hurt her knee when she landed. What was it, 98, I want to say? Like late 90s. It was 90s. Yeah, it was late 90s. Not that long after, maybe like 10 years after that, I went to a family reunion with an ex-boyfriend and Uh his cousin was dating Kerry. And Whoa. they had a trampoline in the backyard. And of course, I was like up on the trampoline, all fun, <laughs> thinking I'm You're great. You like, Carrie, watch this. No, I didn't know she was there yet. And so this li- this woman, very short woman, comes up and was like, can I come on? And I look and I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, it was all kids and me. And it was freaking Carrie. So she starts <gasps> jumping. And I was like, this woman has insanely good form on this trampoline. So I just sort of like backed away because clearly anything I was going to do was not great. And then I like got off and my ex whispered to me like, that's Carrie Strug. And I knew immediately who it was. So then like the whole family reunion gathered around and she started doing like insane stuff, like jumping super high and doing like flips with her legs straight. Just a couple here and there. She's a very shy person. And I was just like, well, this is the greatest thing ever. And thank God I got off the trampoline because like that would have been embarrassing. What if I was like, (laughs) all right, let's have a jump off. (laughs) That's totally what I was picturing. (laughs) You could see me doing it, right? I could take a thousand percent. We're like not realizing it's gold medalist, <laughs> <right>. Carrie Strug. <laughs> no, no. I like the, the first jump she took, I was like, oh. Like her toes were point. It was like perfect form. And I was like, something's happening. But yeah, it was Carrie Strug. Anyway,
1: her hair. Oh my God. She had that oh, yeah, cute yeah, little sorry. short.
0: It's not a pixie. I don't, some people call that a pixie. It's not a pixie. It's longer than a pixie. And Kris Jenner, I feel like, has been doing that hair forever. But now she's got a bob and it looks great. Good for you, momager.
1: All wow. right. I don't know how I brought okay. my next no, family I liked it. into that. I liked, news, I'm but there you go. So hard. my face hurts. Can I borrow your okay. business desk for a second, Jess? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll slide over.
0: Sure. I have scintillating patent news. Okay. Defenage skincare. Defenage, Defenage uh-huh. just yeah. announced two new patents: one for their defensin molecules that help with hair loss and alopecia, and one for the defensin molecules in their skincare treatment that helps with melasma lesions. The patents oh. to me are like, okay, a lot of times beauty companies get patents, but I realized defensins we haven't ever talked about, and they aren't widely used in topical treatments yet but they look kind of promising. They're these antimicrobial peptides and applied topically, they spark like a wound healing response. So obviously in like skin, you know, that has skin benefits. Mm. And on your scalp, it could sort of stimulate dormant hair follicles. So they're patenting up on their, their defensins. And I will show you the products. I have to be honest, I have not tried any of them yet. They are pricey. And that is part of the reason I haven't tried them. The serum that has the most potent like concentration of this complex that uses the Defensins is $264. So wow, that's, okay. maybe they have a patent out on that. It's so Defensins is,
1: is, you're saying like, we should be hot looking up for this
0: hot ingredient. Okay. Well, maybe not because they wrapped it up in a patent. So maybe nobody else is going to have, be using Defensins. We'll see.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, have you heard about this ingredient across other brands or this is proprietary too? I have brand? not. Have you? I haven't. Right, so you heard on, on it here first, defensins. Okay. Something
0: to keep your eye on. That wasn't our science cool. corner though, so let's go to our science corner. <laughs> so last year, the FDA cleared Ellicor, a micro-coring device, and it's just starting to trickle into Durham's offices And I feel like people are going to be having questions about this every time there's a new treatment. So I wanted to give you guys like a little update on what Ellicor is in case you're curious, or if you're like, I haven't heard of that yet, I'll tell you about it. So this is a device that performs a micro-coring procedure. This isn't a laser. There's no energy involved. It's not micro-needling. Basically, it removes trigger warning, kind of gross. It removes microscopic cores of your facial skin during this treatment. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes and they remove like 10,000 to 12,000, like microscopic little, like almost like if you got a punch biopsy, but teeny, teeny, tiny. And then these wounds heal, triggering wound healing again, and that improves laxity and helps tighten skin. So as you can imagine, you need anesthesia to get this done because it's like Sounds like it would be a little bit painful without it. But it only takes like 10 minutes. They do a nerve block in the office. A downtime is about a week. There's swelling, bruising, maybe some oozing. This is not a lunchtime laser, people. This is a serious procedure. But to me, it's interesting because laxity is not something you can fix with like filler or Botox or Xiamen or Dysbord or neuromodulators or any of that. Like you could do the threads, maybe the pull tight, some surgery, but there's not a lot of options. And this sort of helps with laxity. I looked at the before and afters, and it and the woman it, that I saw had it, you know, saggy jowls along the jawline, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. And it really looked tighter. You're 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 sort of like shrinking up your skin. It's like, it's like there you go. Yeah. That was the sound. Of, that's all I got for you. That's my <laughs> scientific sound effect. So expect to hear more about microcoring and just know when your friends are like, oh, did you hear about microcoring this hot? And you think, first of all, you heard about it here on Fat Mascara. Second of all, this is not like easy peasy. Like let's just go for like a laser. Like you know,
1: this is a serious thing. Yeah, this is a really exciting new category of. I I, don't, I would not say minimally invasive because it is pretty invasive. <laughs> Did make disrupts. that clear? <laughs> yeah, yeah for procedures. There is definitely some. It, you're causing a, a pretty I a think wound. major wound to the wound. skin. Yeah, this is not Many Botox. Tiny it's definitely a big step up from micro needling, but it's not a facelift. And um, we wrote about this, and actually, this month's April Bazaar, Renee Zellweger is on the cover. If you're going to check that out, and Jamie Wilson, the lovely Jamie Wilson, wrote about this. So if you if you're interested in it, the one thing that I've learned from you know Jamie's research is that if somebody promises you that this is like, just like a facelift or like, if you know, you could do a facelift, but you know, this is really kind of the cheat. It ain't a cheat. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like a facelift, but this will to Jen's point, give you that firmness. And, um, you know, it's definitely a step up from filler. It's, well, it says something kind of, totally different than filler. Cause you could not, if yeah. you filled
0: along your jawline, you're not gonna get rid of laxity. It's that,
1: yeah, you're gonna get as you're gonna get you'll have tightness a, and
0: <laughs> a more voluminous jawline. So maybe hotter right. skin, but still right. saggy. So yeah, that's not what that's for. But yeah, check it out. Okay, moving on, our our last news item here. The United States Fragrance Foundation revealed its nominees for the annual fragrance awards. And one of the nominees is Oh my God. Rodrigo flores No, just kidding. It's Jessica
1: Matlin. <laughs> Rod- Rodrigo got a bunch of awards. That would be so funny. I was like, oh my God, she's gonna like, like troll me so hard.
0: That's so no, funny. No, 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 no. Jess's story, Why Are We Still Describing Perfumes as Oriental was nominated for the Fragrance Editorial of the Year along with four other amazing pieces. You can check out the winners. I'll link to them. And this is the Oscars of the fragrance world. Most of the awards obviously are for perfumes, but... Congrats to Jess. I do want to share just uh, something else because I went to the luncheon where they announced this. And by the way, Rodrigo Flores-Rue I feel like every other perfume that got, you know, a nod he had created. But the category to me that I thought was the coolest and I didn't realize this because I've never been a judge in this category is perfume extraordinaire. And what they do is they decant the perfumes into like neutral bottles. So nobody knows what brand it is. They're not influenced by the bottle at all. And the judges in this category are all perfumers, not like, you know, fragrance experts or journalists like me. So... I think it's like really indicative of like okay, this is the good juice right here. So cool. So and the and I and I like some of the the nominees. So I'm just going to point them out. DS and Durga. We've had that founder
1: on, by the way. Yeah, David Seth Moltz. I always think of you whenever DS and Durga comes up because I feel like you love their fragrances so much.
0: I do love their fragrances, and I love David. And it's just yes, it's a, a mutual like I don't know, just like vibes with my brand, my personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, Saint mm-hmm. Vetiver from them got a nod. Killian, look at this. Another founder. Love Killian. Ben. He's, he's not the perfumer of this, but he's the founder. Yeah. Le Verte, if I said that mm-hmm. correctly. Lilonore Parfumes. Parfum. Davina Cedre, a cedar fragrance. Mason Margella Replica. Mm. matcha meditation. This one I actually have a bottle of and I've worn. I I feel like tea fragrances are making a comeback. Black tea, white tea, green tea. This one is like a very interesting green tea scent. It has that like powdery milky quality that matcha tea has. And then from Tom Ford, Eben Fumé. And the perfumer on that one was actually Rodrigo Flores Rue. So the awards, I think, are June 9th. I'll link to all of the nominees. I should point out also, there's also a UK Fragrance Foundation, which I feel like we have a lot of listeners in other countries, Australia, South Africa, UK. And we never talk about that. They also did their nominations and they call their editorial awards the Jasmine Awards. When you
1: lived in England, were you, you do you ever get a nom for a Jasmine Award? Oh, no, I didn't get it. No, I didn't get a nom for any awards. Um, because they words. do it.
0: I don't know. I was just asking. I know you're a fragrance writer. And um, yeah. they
1: actually yeah. do like
0: seven categories just in editorial, unlike the just the one here in the US. And I just wanted to point out a couple of cool websites slash blogs that got multiple nominations. The Stacked Letter Rakescents Perfumesociety.org and we Wear Perfume. All great websites, all with several nominations. So I'll give a list to their link of nominations as well. I'm not quite sure why the two foundations they use the same logo. I want them to like get together and do like yeah. the global fragrance awards. So cool. That'll make my life easier. No, just because you know, I was not I was unaware of some of these writers that I'm now gonna be following more because you know I love a good fragrance.
1: Story. You know what? There's another, um, I, I believe it still exists, but at least of like last year it exists, but there was another great organization called the Perfumed Plume Awards for fragrance writing. I oh. wonder if they're still doing stuff. So, Perfumed Plume Awards, I'm sorry that I don't know what's going on in 2022. They've always had great awards winners and have introduced me to new writers. Oh, cool. All Perfumed right. Plume. Also, I just love saying that. Perfumed yeah, Plume? Yeah. Also, Jasmine
0: Awards. It's just like, that's nice too. So, Jess, best of luck they will announce, I guess, in June, and we'll, we'll June. cross our fingers and see if you
1: if you won. It's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season.
1: Okay. It's finally the, t- the moment I've been waiting for. It's time to, to raise a wand. Sorry. I was such a weirdo in the beginning. I was just so excited. All right. I'm going to hand the mic over to our friend Katie from Massachusetts.
2: Hi, Jess and Jen. This is Katie in Massachusetts. I wanted to raise a wand to the Wren Skincare Global Protection Day Cream. Here in New England, it's still pretty cold and my dry skin is even drier. And even though I have dry skin, I don't really like the feel of a heavy cream or moisturizer. I can't stand that like occlusive feeling on my face. So what I love about the Global Protection Day Cream from REN is that it feels more like a gel cream, if that makes sense. It's very hydrating, but it feels very light. It's formulated for sensitive skin. So what I love about that is I can still use my higher potency like treatments and serums under it without worrying about oversensitizing my skin. My only gripe with it would be that it doesn't have a sunscreen in it, but it does cocktail very, very nicely with my CC cream, which does have a sunscreen. So we're good there. Ren is cruelty-free, PETA-approved, vegan, made with recycled plastic. So it checks all those good boxes. This moisturizer retails for $50 US, so it's not a drugstore find, but it's certainly not a major splurge either. I would say a full-size bottle lasts me a good, almost three months. So yeah, I love it. Raise the wand. Thank you so much for the podcast. I love what you guys are doing.
0: Katie, thank you so much. Also, can I point out, I... Love Wren's little sample tubes that are all aluminum. Don't even have a plastic cap, just an aluminum thing you sort of poke it with. Like, recyclable. Love that. Also, I have to hit pause, guys. I just want to let you know. I feel like this was clear, but if not, I cannot give every single listener a free product anymore because it has (laughs) turned into... (laughs) A shipping center over here at Fat Mascara headquarters, aka my apartment. I knew
1: this was going to happen. I knew. I knew. I don't know what I was thinking. Your
0: your head. So if you send one in in March and like during the time that we were doing that, you you know who you are, Caitlin. You got your in beauty lip glazes. Whitney, dear, (laughs) your cream blushes are finally shipped. We had like some trouble getting her the right shade. Blah blah blah. Sorry that took so long. Anna got her (laughs) versed serum a while ago. That doesn't mean you should stop sending us your razor wands. Do it for the good of. the podcast. Do it for your fellow fat mascara family. Call us 646-481-8182 <laughs> or record a little voice memo, not while you're driving and email it to no. us. Info at fatmascara.com. All right, Jess,
1: please go ahead. Everybody wants you to. Okay. Drum roll for the fat mascara razor wand that I just couldn't wait to tell you about. I have actually had feet on the brain since Marcella recorded. She's she left the fat mascara virtual stewed, and I bought myself some urea. I got some urea forty percent cream off of Amazon. Okay, by pure sources, by pure organica. This is not a sexy product. This does even the name of that ingredient
0: always makes me laugh. Like,
1: yeah, I know urea. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's sounds like something in health class. Sounds like it's on a diagram. It's the most. Unattractive product that I've owned. It's like really not, does not have a lot of shelf appeal. But. but boy, does this thing really this this thing? I don't say it's transformed my feet yet, but it's definitely given me a 30% increase on my disgusting gross. Let's make it 40%. Feet. 1% for each concentration
0: of urea <laughs> in the product.
1: <laughs> when you go on the website, I got off Amazon. When you go on the website and they have their before and after, it's like, I have to just quickly scroll through it because it's so disgusting. It's like really gnarly, the photos. It's $15.99. Uh-huh. It says, um, callus remover, moisturizes and rehydrates, thick, cracked, rough, dead, dry skin. I mean, like they're going for the gore. I'm really noticing a difference.
0: I wonder what your feet looked like before. It's so funny. You, Caitlin, everybody's so dry these days. Not Caitlin, sorry. Katie from Massachusetts.
1: I think it's like padding around my hardwood floors for the past, like, you know, couple of years. Wait, Marcella
0: literally just talked to me. I'm telling you, you sit in the chair and you learn every minute you're learning something. She said she sees all the time people who walk barefoot on hardwood floors have the driest- Driest feet because what is not even porous. But I've been walking
1: barefoot. A lo- that well, lot. Socks I think it's suck just we're not. In shoes. She said it doesn't matter yeah.
0: without shoes. Hardwood floors dry out your feet. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. My feet are not cute. Why don't you get some wall to wall carpeting? I, I people make fun. I don't know. I didn't know that wall to wall carpeting was like not a thing. I like carpet. I think it's very luxurious. So Guess I love carpet. I rent. I don't own. I can't start putting one mm-hmm. in wall to wall. But if I do own. I might do wall-to-wall, and I didn't know that was not, like, fashionable. I like a nice, thick pile of carpet. Pile of carpet. Carpet pile, yes. Carpet pile. High pile carpet. High I, pile. Whatever. I, my my feet are dry so much, and let's get to Jen's thing in a second, but Lake will look at my feet and she'll touch it she'll go, hurt? Mommy uh, hurt? Ice pack? Because of the dry skin. Ice pack? And she goes, cream, cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's so concerned about people's health, <laughs> but- I started putting on the cream and she's saying that less. So get this cream if you have disgusting feet like me and see where it takes you. It's not that expensive. What's the name again? I'll
0: link to it on our um, Shop My Shelf, which is in the show notes. Just a reminder to everybody.
1: Yes. Pretty sure this is a brand we've not mentioned before in fat mascara, but that doesn't mean it's not fantastic. Pure, P-U-R, Organica, all one word, Urea 40% Foot Cream. Got it. Okay. Okay.
0: Jen, bring the glamour. Let's talk about lip filler that I don't have. I got lip filler once when I was like 35, just like a teeny tiny bit. I didn't, I wasn't ready to go. I got, I'm not ready to do lip filler. I just feel like sometimes I can always tell when people have lip filler. So Uh like, I always try like, you know, if a lip plumper comes out, I try it, whatever. I just tried one that they're calling subtopical, which is just fancy marketing for being like, penetrates really deeply. I was so irritated and red, it looked like a clown around my mouth for like hours. And then I saw Charlotte Palomino do, literally the day this happened to me, a video about a plumper that did that to her. I'm sure she was sent the same one. Anyway, so I'm lowering a wand to that. But however, I'm raising a wand to- Is there a lesson there though for our listeners? Uh, Patch test, a lip filler? I don't know. Mm. Some of them can be very irritating because that's how they get the plumping effect, you know,
1: Mm -hmm. with a little-
0: capsaicin or some menthol, or, you know, if it penetrates too deeply, you know, with an acid, it could, anyway, lips are sensitive. So beauty Plasma Lip Compound, Tina Craig keeps bringing the hits. Uh I know when she came on our podcast, it was like, no, this is my one product, but she hinted that there would be more, but if they made sense, I've really liked a lot of the stuff that she's come out with. I was hesitant to raise a wand because this product is $68. But then I saw Hilary Kerr's, Kerr, Kerr's newsletter, you know, the second life podcast yeah. host, former co-founder of Who What Where. She was obsessing about it too and had the same issue as me, which is like, I'm sorry I have to obsess about this because it's $68, but it's amazing. And it is. It's my day off lip look. And it, is, it actually has plumped. I think like I've been using it for the course of a week. Wow. You know, just those little lines that are right along the edge where you're like, what, what did Jane Fonda said? The gravelly road. Yeah, On our podcast. Thank you, Jane. That was a highlight of our life when you came on our podcast and talked (laughs) about your Gravely lip line. This helps with that a lot. And it has a beautiful little silver cooling tip and moisturizing. And it's just a gorgeous product. So no, it does not rival actual lip filler, though if you bought enough of them, the price of it does. But I really like it. So congrats (laughs) to you, Tina. Raise a wand to your plasma lip compound. Put it on before you get your beauty sleep wake up with a little plump, dewy lips and put your urea cream Gorge. on, get plump, dewy hoofers. Oh, yeah, before
1: bed. Before yeah. bed. Yeah. we'll urea, see you. Um, maybe a sock. Go to, have, go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. We hope you enjoyed the show.
0: It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. that but once i stuck with the habit i really noticed a difference in my skin i am not the only one in a clinical study taking hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo